la 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 Oi oi! It's festival season. Nice jacket, bro. Nice jacket, bro. Going to any festivals? Um, I am this go- I'm going to a local festival. Local festival for yeah. local people. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Yes. Yeah, next end of next month. Next month. Yeah. Next month. End of next month. Are you going to any festivals this festival season? Are you at a festival currently? Are you currently? Are you at? listening to this in the morning at a festival? Could be. Could be. How delightful would that be? Wouldn't it be lovely? Wouldn't it be lovely? Yeah. It'd oh, be amazing. That'd be really oh. nice. So festivals. Yeah. You can't speak about festivals without speaking about. Glastonbury. You cannot. Statistics. I've got some facts for you mm-hmm. coming in right off the bat. Everyone loves facts. Everyone loves a number. Love a fact. Here we go. 2023. That's that is this year. year. Marks the 53rd anniversary of Glastonbury. Oh, wow. mm. The largest greenfield festival in the world. It's big. Massive. Huge. Huge. One, 1,100 acres large, which is the equivalent of 500 football pitches. Wow. The length of the fence that surrounds the festival is over eight miles long. Whoa, we thought the festival across the road from us was bad. Part life. Part life. Over a hundred stages, would you know? Would you believe? Interesting. Yeah, you only see like three or four on the TV. hundred stages, 210,000 people capacitor. Large. It's massive. They've it's got a big. lot of money, don't they? Mm. Uh, I imagine it costs a lot to put on. But... How much is the ticket? Three hundred. Quid. Yeah. Quick maths. Two hundred and ten thousand, considering their full capacitor, times three hundred quid. Not a clue. So how many days? Four. Four days. Four official days. Sixty-three million pound in four days. Don't, surely that's, that's not right. Sixty-three it's not, million. It's not a bad weekend, is it? It's not a bad weekend. I'm sure they've got, sure they got to pay a lot, but so I thought, oh. Oh, eh? No, oh, what's occurring? <laughs> Got to do a little uh, Glastonbury story or, or something, right? Yeah. Tis the season. Tis the season to be jolly. Makes sense. Sure. Only makes sense. So I thought, where did it start? Do you know the start of Glastonbury? No, please tell. Well, well that is today's story. Woo! All right, we've got to go back in time to ooh, how many years? <laughs> 53. 53 years ago. 1970. Oh, the year you were born. <laughs> 1970. A man, a farmer were in vain, as he was left with more debt to pay than he originally started. So he was inspired by a nearby festival, the Bath Blues and Progressive Rock Festival, and thought to himself, hey, a lot of people there. I'm a... I can do that. I got big old... land. Yeah, I got a lot of land. I'm going to start my own festival, pay off some of these these debts. He was a dairy farmer, I don't know if I mentioned that. So, um, I guess, cows weren't paying the bills. Guess they weren't. So he decided to start. Utterly his... ridiculous. <laughs> so he started to. He decided to make his own festival, mm-hmm. and he started the Pilton Pop Blues and Folk Festival. Michael originally booked the Kinks to be the first ever headline, mm-hmm. but they pulled out 
Allegedly, this is after they saw that the event was dubbed as a mini festival in a newspaper. And so I guess they thought they were too big for it. Too big for, for a mini festival. Yeah, they thought, ugh, waste of our time, you know. Not giving any attention to the little man. So they pulled out, and who took their place? It was Mark Bolland and Mickey Finn's Trianosaurus Rex. Trianosaurus Rexical. Fun fact, Jimi Hendrix died the day before the festival. It's not very fun. It's quite fun. Fun fact, death. Death. But great for a pub quiz. Because mm. then you're like, oh, when did Jimi Hendrix die? It was day four. Quick mass. 1970. This yeah. was September as well. So I think Jimi Hendrix died September the 18th. And Glastonbury started September the 19th. Well, the Pilton Pop and Sorry, Blues. The, the Pilton progressive Pop and Blues Progressive Rock, Rock Festival. Started Mini Festival. On the 19th. Okay. Something like that. Cool. So then you think, oh, when did Glastonbury start? Day after Jimi Hendrix died, 1970. Everything's connected. When did Jimi Hendrix die? Day, Day before. before the Pilton. <laughs> Pilton Blues and Rock and Progressive Blues Festival, 1970. Great for a pub quiz. Excellent. Keep that in your noggin. There were 25 toilets and 30 stewards. And Michael's farmhouse doubled up as a dressing room for the bands. Ah, oh, nice. So, you know, we're talking small thing. Entry for punters was £1. Oh, bargain. Which is the equivalent of £15 in today's money. Still a bargain. And you got free milk. Wow, it's a dairy farm. It's a dairy farm, isn't it? Oh, it's, um, thanks for the job. I eh? saw a poster of this. I will overlay it. Poster. And you can see right there on the poster, free milk. Um, different different thing. There was enough space for 3,000 people. Okay. But 1,500 people attended. Oh, slow slow ticket sales. Slow ticket sales, nah. which is why it wasn't as good as he thought it would. A lot of money here, a lot of money there, and it didn't didn't work for him. Mm, so a lot of people shame. said that was fun where it lasted, but... Not again. Never. Not again. Never again. Fast forward one year, 1971, Michael comes back with a bang. He's got some help from other people. You know, he's got no experience himself nah. in the festival scene. But he does have some help, but they're not included in this story because they're not... The protagonist nor the importance of it. Hmm. Um, so it comes back. It's a bit hard. <laughs> so if, to, if those people that helped our Michael are listening, you are important. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're all important. Everyone's important. Mm, it wouldn't have been what it is today without you, but... Yeah. But you're not important enough for Cameron. The true story is the dairy farmer who had a dream, in my opinion. Sure. So 1971, the year later, he comes back. This time they change... They changed both the name and the date. Mm. This time to coincide with the summer solace. Which it still does. Which it still does. Do you know why? No, please tell me. It changed because Gastonbury is near Stonehenge. And every year they get thousands of hippies going there anyway. Yeah. For the summer solace. Yeah, events so they can all do their... Pray into the stones. Spiritual. Yeah. So they thought, people are on the Let's Yeah, let's um, tie this in. Clever. Yeah. Make the event more spiritual. Make the festival more spiritual. Get some of those people involved, which is exactly what they did. So they changed the date. Boom. This was also when they built the pyramid stage, the iconic pyramid stage, to be more of a spiritual symbol oh. of... You know, pyramids, pyramids, spiritual, isn't it? Don't know why triangles and all that. Do you know why the pyramid stand is stage is where it stands is where it is? You know why it's built where in the place that it is? Because it's in line with Stonehenge 
and the Glastonbury Abbey. So okay. it's on the the Lee the Lee line. Interesting. Do they call it a Lee line? The Lee line of Stonehenge. Yeah. Which is the Vale of Avalon. Yes. So it's built on top of the Vale of Avalon, which is meant to be the most spiritual spiritual earth energy place you can build it. So they think put the stage right there. It's spiritual. And it'll be more spiritual. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Which is why the, the event is a lot more artsy and yeah, lots of craftsy. And yeah, makes sense. It's spiritual. Do you know much about the, the Veil of Avalon? No. Do you know what the Avalon is? So Avalon is like a mythical Celtic folklore place where you like go of your some kind of hero okay. when you die. It's like a death place. Yeah. Massively spiritual. It is where King Arthur, his sword, his big sword, Excalibur, mm-hmm. that's where it was forged, was in Avalon. Okay. And then when he was wounded in battle, he then left and went to Avalon for his final resting place. Okay. And that is where he died in Avalon. Avalon which also translates to, or the, the Vale of Avalon translates to the Island of Apples and Somerset in it. Somerset, yeah. They love apples. They love cider. So in Avalon, is the dead heroes and apples all year round, mm-hmm. even in winter. Yeah. A truly magical place. Sure is. Mm. And this is also where they found the bones of Arthur, allegedly. Don't know how much you know about that. but Not much, but I thought the story was about Glastonbury, not King Arthur. That's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. Years and years ago, some monks said, well, this is the final resting place of King Arthur. This must be Avalon. Ooh, and then they dug up some bones, and then the bones went missing. So it's like, mm, was it? Mm. Was it? Or did you just say that for some monkey? Clout. Some clout. Yeah, monk clout. Monk clout. Monk that clout. happens. Everyone needs clout, even monks. Mm. But the main takeaway is the pyramid stage is on the Vale of Avalon, in the Lee line of the Stonehenge and Glastonbury Abbey. Lovely. So that is the beginning of. Glastonbury. Glastonbury. And then from there, it went on. They stuck with this new time. Yeah. As you know, like you said, it still is. Still is. Ties in with the same. And the pyramid stage is still in the still same there. place. It's a lot more spiritual. And it's grown to all those things that we spoke about in the very beginning. 500 football pitches long. A fence. Eight over, miles long. Over eight miles. Huge. What started as a dairy farmer's dream, ambition, and a failure... Is now the greatest success of his life, I imagine. Is now the greatest Beyond success. His children, yeah. Well, now his child runs it. Yes, because he's quite old now. Quite old, yeah. He still goes. Mm, 53 years. As you would imagine, lots of stories we could have told, but I thought, you know, let's go to the root of this. Let's start at the root. Very good place to start. So here's some other stories that I could have told. Okay. Which I didn't, which I will now tell in mini format. So, someone once sold mud for £74 in 2004. They just picked up some Glastonbury mud and they put it on like eBay and was like, festival mud, and they sold it, £74. Oh, wow. Not a huge story, but crazy. As if someone paid £74 for that. Yep, 1987, yes. Did they authenticate their mud? Maybe. A couple of pictures, certificate. Well, yeah, they could have taken a picture of them picking up the mud. It doesn't mean it got any further than that. They could have just got mud from the garden. And they could have. 
I hope they were. I hope they were truthful for seventy-four pounds. Mm. But I don't know how well Mordern preserves itself. So, mm. Mm. Um, a lot of holes in that story. Didn't look into it too much. Nineteen eighty-seven was the year of the the trouser theft. This was the trouser Glastonbury heist. Everyone was missing their trousers, their pants, their jeans, their skirts, their shorts, their kilts, whatever they chose to wear for their the, pants, the, the, yeah. the chinos, the slacks. They all went missing. What? In 1987, someone was going round into people's tents where they was off partying or sleeping and stole everyone's pants. Not oh, everyone's. I was going to say, that'd be a lot of pants. But as many pants as they could. So there was a lot of people just wandering round in the bloody... Undercrackers. Ah, well, do you know what? Yeah. If you can do that anywhere, do it at Festival. Yeah. I don't think they ever found the culprit, but they did find Someone the... that's probably got a lot of trousers. <laughs> no, they found the pants in a ditch, just kind of off-site somewhere. That's so strange. Mm. Why would they do that? For fun. It doesn't sound very fun to me. Sounds quite fun for me. Well, culprit number one. Just look for the one person who is wearing pants. Boom. Yeah. You're the pant feet. You're right. <laughs> Moving on, another story. There's a secret stage. Did you know this? There's a secret stage? There is a secret stage called the Underground Piano Bar. And it's located in a new area every festival and it does not appear on any maps. Oh. And it's the guy that runs it, Mr. Michael, Mr. Mm. Dairy Michael, is often found in that place. Oh. So like, if you do find it, you can kind of just go in and be like, whoa. Hey, Mike. You know, all the celebrities are there and the people that run it. Are the celebs notes there? They must get told. Someone, right? someone would tell him. Yeah. Right? But it's a secret. The underground piano bar. So if you are currently at the festival. Try and find it. Try. Tell us where it was. Try and find it. What What would you look out for? What's a, it like? A secret sign? Or like hints? Maybe hints. Maybe like a treasure map. Pianos. If you see anyone wearing like a keyboard tie, because they're <laughs> old school. Yeah. Follow the keyboard. It's interesting that you want to go just try and find the mm. underground piano bar, don't you? Maybe. Look on the map. See what all the stages are called. Anytime you see a sign that doesn't, you know, go inside, follow that. Mm. Suing. People get sued. Yes. Paul McCartney, 2008. Icelandic singer Bjorn. Or is that Bjork? Bjork, 2007. And Bruce Springsteen in 2009. All broke the half 12 a.m. 12, half, half 12 curfew. And they got fined. Ah. Didn't they get about 3,000? thousand pound. That's like a small change to all of them. Yeah. But I think Paul McCartney was like nine minutes over. Uh, so it's just, it's just a pyramid stage that has to finish at half twelve, isn't it? Because there's like loads of other stages and DJ tents and yeah. everything that's actually on yeah, yeah. the entire night. Yeah. But I think it's because it's all spread out. But for some reason, the pyramid stage is like close to people's houses. Yeah. Don't know why. Probably because it's in the Valley of It has to be in Avalon. the Valley of Avalon. So, yeah. Oh, it's quite camp. a late curfew, you know. It's like, quite late, isn't it? Part life's 11. Part life is terrible, though. It's awful. Um, apologies if you're a big part life fan, but we live very close to said festival. Hmm. It's very loud. Very loud. They don't give us anything. They don't give us any. All they give us is the bloody pain in the arse. Hmm. We can't use our lovely park. We can't use our park. Our they fav- don't... The favourite parts of our park. They don't have a year off to let the grass regrow. No. Try and go to park life after it's been. Ugh. That grass is dead. Yeah. Dead. They take over the park for over a month mm. with tall fences. Tall fences. Cranes. Trucks. Cranes. Oh. 
They do nothing. And I'll tell you what, you wouldn't get anywhere trying to commit a trouser heist because no one wears them. No, the outfits are quite sparse. I guess whoever started the trouser heist back in 1987 moved on to part life and has been doing it every year without any knowledge of anyone even knowing. <laughs> Just saying. Ridiculous. That's, yeah. A quaint little lovely area surrounded by booze, stuff that you can't mention here on YouTube. Balloons. Balloons, you can mention balloons. Birthday balloons. Mm. And narcotics. Ugh. Ridiculous. But And not many clothes. And not many clothes. But that's the story. And look at it today. Huge. Huge festival. Biggest festival out there. Do you have a favourite act? That's been? That's performed? I really like Stormzy. I was going to say I really like Stormzy's. I also really liked Adele. Do you remember when Adele headlined? No. Did she do anything cool? She sang her songs. Oh, good songs. But, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm excited to watch Elton John. (laughs) I was thinking. I was digging. Okay. So, Rick Astley was just on. Ah, brilliant set. Brilliant. Not watched the full thing yet, but from what we have watched, brilliant. What a badass mother... Mm. And then I told you the amazing fact that no one really knows. And yeah. now I'm passing on that fact to the, the plotters out there. Rick Astley was a backing singer on The Lion King. And I looked into it when you was getting your nails done because I was like, am I making this up? It's not the first time I've accidentally made up a story. Titanic. Like <laughs> what, Lander, didn't exist. Made up a story yesterday. Tried to wow me. Tried to woo me with his stories. And I saw right through mm. it. But I looked into this one. And it was true. Rick Astler and Gary Barlow... Of Take That. Of Take That, as opposed to the other Gary Barlow. Uh, I'm sure there's other Gary Barlows out there. Were backing singers on Can You Feel The Love Tonight. What? So listen to that song. And can you feel the love That's Gary Barlow and Rick Astler. What, they did the... I don't know if they did that but I assume so. Which then made me think, okay, you said Elton John's going to do something big, right? Bring out someone. Oh, he said he's got special guests. Special guests. I think it's a real Rick. Now, here, here, this is what I was thinking. You said something in passing. I don't know if you've got any truth to this. You said he's going to perform a song that he's not done for 10 years live. Yeah. I thought, when was the last time he did Can You Feel Love Tonight live? Because he's going to bring out Rick. I don't know. You'd message um, your dear old mother. Who've seen Elton John and ask if she if he performed? I will, I will at some point. Has he done it live? Probably not. No. Since when? Well, about ten years. You think he's going to bring out Gaza, Barlow, and Rick Astley? I think his secret song is going to be "Can You Feel Love Tonight." It's not, it's not a secret song. You he's said got, it's a secret song. No, he said he's got special guests, and he said in his interview. That he's opening his set with a song he's not performed in 10 years. It's not a secret. He just hasn't said what it is. Can you feel the love tonight? Mm. Featuring Garrett Gazabala and Richard Rick Astler. Wow. That's Imagine. my prediction. Have you got timestamp? Because it's not happened yet. When's it happened? Tonight Sorry. or tomorrow? Timestamp. Proof. I wonder if it's going to be the one he did with Eminem. Because I'm sure it's been about 10 years since he performed that. No, I said that was a thing, and you said it was never a thing, and we tried to find it, and it turned out it wasn't a thing. Toy Soldiers? Oh, that one. No. No. 
I and swear I said, we did a song with Eminem. Yeah, you swear that because I keep telling you that once a year and then we always go and try and find it and never comes it's up. It's definitely, go on the Google. No, we've done this many of times okay. and it never comes up. Okay. I said it to you. Okay. And you very well believe me. I still do. Thank you. And that's it. Who are you looking forward to seeing at Glastonbury this weekend? Obviously, we're not there. We're Rick just... Astley. Okay, anyone else? No. Fair enough. You? Apart from Elton, Jonathan, Regiment. Um, hmm. Lizzo. Lizzo. That'll be a show. That's on today, right? Is it today Lizzo's on? Oh, mm, nice. Later on. Good on her. Oh, yeah. Oh, she brings the flute out. So do I. Never gets tiresome. Never gets tiresome. Always a blast. Always a blast. Do you want to... Tie up this this episode. Bye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>